Bam 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 Hey everyone, welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. Sitting across from me in the studio is Ms. Lisa Linky. Oh, hello. <gasps> hello. And I am Miss Misty Stinnett. Well, hello. Harder to say than I thought it would be. Really? Yeah, you say it. Misty Stinnett. No, Miss Misty Stinnett. Miss Misty Stinnett. Yeah, right? Misty Stinnett. Lysa Lanky. Um, so if you, this is the podcast where we normally read and review a popular self-help book. Yeah. If you tuned in for that one, keep it moving. You're shit That's out of luck. That's not this. So sorry. This is the Weekly Beef. Yes. It's every Tuesday where we do something different. Yeah, thank you. Um, because as we learned a while ago, uh, several minisodes ago, when I took the uh, Clifton Top Strengths test, mm-hmm. I need to do things differently, <laughs> which is apparently one of my superpowers, but could also be a limiter, a barrier. A barrier. And the reason we're bringing up the Clifton Strengths assessment test is that we did is because our very special guest from that episode, Miss Heather Bland, is joins us again. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be back. Yes, thank you thank so you. much for coming back on. Yeah, it's um, fun. You guys are fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. we're you fine. Make the, we're, we're, we're make the world big, suck fat less. level is what I would say. <laughs> what we always say is that we're just too amazing, beautiful, super incredibly busy, always booked, fascinating, comfortable with ourselves, bitches in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's right. So, um, but today... Heather, you are a woman of many talents. So many. So many. <laughs> and superpowers, as we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, oh, you probably know all your Clifton strengths, all 34, pretty well. A lot. I mean, I know, like, the ones that matter. They like all the matter. the top five. Like the top 34. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. The, all the 34. The ones that you yeah. use with frequency. Yes, yes. But yeah. we're not going to talk about. No. That's so... That's your side hustle. That's your side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. So you are here today to talk to us about something very important to you called My Refuge House. That's right. What is My Refuge House? My Refuge House is a small but mighty nonprofit in the Philippines um, that is a residential home for girls who've been rescued from sex trafficking. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And did you start my refuge house or I, how did you get involved yeah i did not start my refuge house um it we turned 10 last year and like this week recent or this month i i turned 4 with my refuge house wow. so um i have this many i'm this many least is holding up four, four fingers, fingers cuz i'm good at math <laughs> yeah um and i got involved in the way a lot of things happen in the life of my refuge house and that it just kind of landed in place really yeah so I my husband is an actor and we were looking at moving to LA so I knew I had to get a job in order for us to move mm-hmm. and I sent a text message to a former co-worker and just said hey looks like we're gonna get a second chance at friendship and she said oh my gosh that's amazing my executive director just announced she's stepping down you'd be perfect for the job and I'd love for you to be my boss whoa yeah I know and so since we talked about Clifton Strengths last time the thing I'll plug is that in the week, and this might be why I referenced that in in the last 
Minnesota that mm-hmm. I was on mm-hmm. that it's helpful during interviews because I was actually doing my um, Gallup certification course the week that I interviewed for this job. Oh my! So gosh. it gave me this language to really be able to share what I was, and and it's such a good fit. So I'm a family therapist um, by training and trade, and um, all of my therapeutic work is within strength and resilience. So Gallup just kind of came along and offered me some management skills that kind of matched my natural and educational background. I feel like your clients or patients or however you refer to them would be so lucky to have you as their family therapist. It's pretty fun. I mean, I think, you know, I like to think that, like, you know, we all go through difficult things. Not we, me. I'm perfectly oh, fine. Oh, you are Lisa's, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem fine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we all also have what we need in order to make it through. You know, all right. I, mean, I think that I can see then how those Clifton strengths mm-hmm. really kind of mm-hmm. help you with yeah. that. That's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. So, what does my refuge house do? Yeah. So, we have three primary areas of focus and I'll just say like we don't really go into like the depth of what sex trafficking looks like or anything people Mm -hmm. can imagine what they would like with that Mm -hmm. we really like to focus on the hope and the resilience that we get to see Um, and so we focus on three areas we focus on prevention restoration and reintegration so prevention is in our minds actually not like a lot of times when you hear about prevention of trafficking people are talking about what are the warning signs of trafficking what are the you know how do I know if that's what's happening in my nail salon or x y and z Um, but we actually like to back up a few other steps um there's a great not a great but there's a story of um like drowning babies and people are going in to rescue the babies and what do we do and and so they're all like being rescued and then uh, somebody says i'm gonna walk upstream and they're like what are you doing you can't go up like we've got to rescue these babies and the person's like i'm gonna figure out where they're coming from yeah and so when we talk about prevention we're definitely talking specifically about trafficking but we're also backing up and talking about power-based violence gender-based violence Mm -hmm. we're talking about bullying we're talking about all of kind of the antecedents that set society up for this to be a possibility to be a thing that can exist just to be clear that's probably a huge knot to untangle right that's i'm imagining things like wage gap and yep. right. lack of um, l- uh, not litigation but like law and legal protection for like, yeah or even just and, knowing the laws or, yes. even, or even countries where you're not allowed to attend uh, school if you're on your period so you don't get as much education right, and right. that's a systemic thing yeah. so you're at a disadvantage like Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, and what we do is we go into communities. So we've been doing this and we call it, I speak, break the silence, stop the violence. Um, and we go into communities in the Philippines that are by and large, the communities that our girls have come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are looking for the leaders in that, in that community. Um, we've been really excited because some of the families of our girls have actually gotten really involved because they're so horrified by what's happened with their daughters that they want to be able to do something um, and they feel bad that they didn't do something before Mm -hmm. and so this is we're kind of equipping them and they're bringing groups together to then talk about this stuff and educate people and bring them into Mm -hmm. like here's here's how you are we call them positive bystanders Mm -hmm. sometimes in the united states we say upstanders um you know so it's just like giving people permission to intervene and say something. And giving them the tools mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the awareness. I yeah. love so that great. because I find that a lot of people, including myself, do need permission. Yeah. It's okay for you to speak up. It's okay for you to call the authorities. It's okay for you to tell someone. Yeah. 
you know, because it's so easy to go, did I see what I thought I saw? Is yeah. that a thing? Right. You know, and so who do I call? How is, do I do that? Like, what do I do with that? So we give yeah, them the tools. Yeah, what are the action yeah. steps? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the prevention So that's the prevention piece. part. And then we do, do restoration. So we don't actually do rescue. Rescue there happens in the same way that it would happen here in the United States, where usually mm-hmm. law enforcement or um, Department of Children and Family Services hears, hey, there's something going on. Mm-hmm. They respond. They pull the child out of their situation Mm -hmm. and then um, very often they'll go into a state-run shelter Mm -hmm. um, and then they get referred to my refuge house okay wow and one of the reasons that um, girls are referred to us is because they're usually really far behind in education Mm -hmm. and education is a huge piece of being restored Mm -hmm. so like finding that health and healing and we have an accredited homeschooling program on campus where they can catch up a couple years at a time wow and this is all in the philippines it's all in the philippines but you've got offices here in los angeles um i like to say our office our office is right here in this recording studio right now Mm -hmm. did you know that it's wherever my smartphone is. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And then I have two other part-time um, co-workers here in the United States, one here in Southern California and the other in Dallas. And then we have a lovely, wonderful board of directors here in the U.S. and a board of directors in the Philippines. So, But everything else is in the Philippines. Amazing. Wow. So that's the prevention. Restoration. restoration. So restoration is comprehensive care on campus. Mm-hmm. We have three cottages, 18 girls. We do all the things. So they're they're there full-time. They're there full-time, 24-7, doing all the things. For We're working as long as it takes. So as long to as it feel takes. Like there's a real mm-hmm. healing. Yeah, and, and we work with their families. Healthcare, uh, mental health care, everything. Everything. That's amazing. Everything. Wow. Yeah. And then after that is reintegration. So after that is reintegration. So that's when they're living with us from day one, we're already thinking, how can we help prepare them for life beyond our walls? We have 20 foot walls around our campus. They can't stay there forever. They don't want to stay there forever. We don't want them to stay there forever. So how do we prepare them and make sure that life beyond those walls is as set up for success as possible? So that's where we're working with their families or their communities. Um, If they don't have family members who are directly involved, we're trying to find or cultivate Mm -hmm. who that – maybe it's an extended, like, auntie or Mm -hmm. uncle or somebody Mm -hmm. who could maybe be part of that. Um, For one of our girls, she has a mentor family. Mm -hmm. um, So that – that family kind of mentors her and like takes her on outings um, That's occasionally, you know, so like there are things that are happening to help prepare them to for leave. life beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we've really, in the last few years, it's been really exciting. We actually just this year have our first two college grads, both <gasps> social workers. Oh, oh my So we're pretty excited that we're sending some people up the stream ourselves, you yeah. know, that they're really going to so, be their leaders and they're so fierce little powerhouses. So. So it sounds like you set these women and girls who mm-hmm. have been through this horrendous thing yeah. up for incredible success. And within that, ultimately, they're the only ones who can do the work. Right. 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 This is me trying to understand, like, the self-help component of a larger, holistic, mm-hmm. team-supported approach. Sure. To healing. Is yeah. there is there anything that you find really resonates with the women and girls of the program? Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we revamped our program about a year before I started. Um, and it really switched it to being very f- focused on strengths and resilience mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. growing it out of the Filipino culture, which is very very like communal oriented and like so one of the things that we do is we really try to 
kind of instill within them a, a sense of sisterhood mm-hmm. with each other um, and really and and we've seen that yes mm-hmm. and that community because that transcends our walls mm-hmm. right and that's yeah. what we've seen is that even I mean it's not easy after they leave our wall you know that nothing is easy mm-hmm. um, and what we've seen is that some of our girls who leave they struggle but they're still in touch either with us and or other girls, usually with other girls. And those other girls will sometimes remind them who they are. So right. we, we've given them roots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right? That then they can kind of lean on when they start to get shaky. And part of that, I think that self-help thing is really that awareness. It's similar to what we talked about with the with the Clifton Strengths Finder. Right. Um, our girls don't currently tank that. We've talked about doing that. Um, but part of it is just helping them to see who they are. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's a narrative. So in the world of therapy, I tend to practice narrative and experiential therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing direct therapy with our girls, but that tends to be kind of the model mm-hmm. that we use. It's And, and very relational. Um, so narrative therapy is... Basically, like somebody else has basically told you your plot lines, right? Mm-hmm. They've said like, here's your plot point, here's your plot point, here's, here's your, plot your point. value mm-hmm. or not. Yes, right, yeah. Right. And so, what we do is we start to come in and 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 challenge that and say, um, and actually, our staff don't read our girls' stories before they come. So we have a file on mm-hmm. them. We we know their story, but I don't even read what the trauma narrative is in their file because I love that because you we're like start fresh. they've all had trauma, like yeah. and. And we're not assuming that every ounce of trauma is written down on a piece of paper. That's right. And so, what or if that every trauma is similar between two? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If you well, I right. know that you have this trauma and you have this trauma. They may not react in the same way. Right. Exactly. And actually, the thing that sets them up for more success beyond our walls if, is if they start to be aware of their own trauma and figure out how to handle that and own it and you know and use it and set it aside or you know, be motivated by it, whatever that versus us telling us, Mm -hmm. this is what you should be doing with that. Um, So really kind of helping them to, to navigate that. And what I love so much about what I'm hearing, because I've, you know, this is a self-help podcast and we're always going to try and tie it back into that. But is this idea that you don't always have to help yourself. Mm -hmm. There are many situations where you might go, I need you to catch me. I can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. Yep. I need support. I need help. I cannot do it on my own. And there's so many people that that can apply to in different times in our lives. And I I love that there are programs like My Refuge House mm-hmm. out there to catch the people who need mm-hmm. a net, yeah. you know, beneath them. And, and that's just – that's really inspiring, and I'm so happy to hear that there's a resource like that yeah. in the Philippines. Can I ask you how um, pervasive is sex trafficking in the United States or in the Philippines? Well, our motto is restoring one life at a time. Mm. So, I mean, it's too pervasive. You yeah. know, I mean, and, right. and it's an interesting to look at sex trafficking statistics I'm not good with numbers, so we established that in the last podcast. <laughs> could be thirty billion. It could, could be, be forty. Listen, but what's interesting is that that's actually kind of how trafficking statistics. Like, if you look at it, it'll be like, oh, there are like you know, everybody's got a different. There's statistic. there's forty thousand, and know? there's thirty three million all under the cover of night, right. and and so our kind of thing is that one is too many. That's right. You know, and that's and exactly so right. I, I think that that for me is like if, as long as there's one person being misused in a way that they're not intended to to be you right. know then it's too, many. it's too many so let's do something heather so you've done such a great job kind of framing this for us and helping us understand and 
I guess now my question is about you. Sure. Um, because as a family therapist and then also working with them, and I love that you don't focus on their trauma, um, but still I you're aware of it. Oh, yeah. More yeah, than most it's still people. There, yeah. It's still there. How do you practice self-help um, Mm-hmm. So that it isn't just a tsunami of sure, yeah. So that you can stay resilient yeah. when you're dealing with this very heavy subject matter. Yeah. and I imagine immense workload. Yeah, I just think I imagine every nonprofit is a very, very, very hard job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, it, it's not unlike with our girls. I think that, and and as a team, we all kind of see that it's our job to be role models for what we're saying for them Mm -hmm. so it's not just me Mm -hmm. um and I actually as a very early therapist early in my career I went to a workshop and decided that I actually hated the phrase self-care um because Mm -hmm. a lot of the research that's coming out around self-care is that it actually ends up we end up beating ourselves up more of like, oh, I didn't run enough. I didn't yes. eat the right foods. I didn't do yep. these other yes. things. You know, I didn't yep. like, so it's because my I'm fault. Responsible. It's yeah. all on me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so some of the, like the, fr- and because I've been brainwashed by Gallup, they, mm-hmm. another book that they <laughs> came out with years ago that didn't quite get as much traction I don't know for anybody except for me, mm-hmm. um, is a book about well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of go through, like, here are the, th- like, they've researched the world over and, you know, here are the f- kind of five categories of well-being. And he- and I love that idea of well-being. Um, and have really, I think, created a, a life. And my talent themes lend themselves to being very, like, team and inclusive oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, like, we are stronger together, you know? Right. And, I, and I think that... Um, this isn't my refuge house, but there was a, a moment in Chicago where I was just having a really, really rough day. Like I just found out some really terrible, sad news, um, but had to take one of our kids in Chicago to an appointment. And I thought I was like, it's simple. I can do it. Right. right. So I thought I could handle this because it was not it was one of my like favorite kids. Like it's going to be fine. And as we're driving, she gives me this like super heavy news that I wasn't expecting her to give that day. Like like usually it's very uplifting conversation right. with her. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I like burst into tears and like could like I kind of held it together but I was like I was on edge anyway so I got her to her appointment and I was like you go on in I'll be right there I'll be right behind you the first thing I did was call my coworker and, and boss and was like here's what happened you know I'm like sobbing right. um and he just like talked me through okay here's what you got to do mm-hmm. like you let her know that you've just had some big heavy stuff and you're not exactly the person who can maybe hold her stuff but you're going to make sure that she gets to the right place and you bring her back to the office and I'll talk with her and and she knew him and I felt comfortable and I knew she would feel you know so we like I never felt alone as a team effort yeah and like sometimes there are also you're so busy surviving that it just takes that one person to be like I think you need to go home you know like you know it's like no I don't need to okay yeah I do need to go home you're right like right because because we're so busy in survival mode we don't see that that's what's happening yeah. and yeah. that's what we as a team cultivate with with our house moms at my refuge house like we we cultivate that with each other of like i got you i got your back you don't have to do that all the things so nice yeah it's pretty great because self, self-care is that's great that's lovely but sometimes i need someone else to make me a bowl of soup yeah <laughs> i need yeah. someone else to say hey here's a pillow put your feet up when i'm at my weakest it's unrealistic for me to expect to take care of myself right when i'm depleted yeah when i'm I, right. I, I don't have the energy to do it then yeah right right well and self-care might be all right i choose to nap and yeah. not you know and not do well, that and, thing and, but and yeah. i need someone to say please go lie down 
Right. I will empty the dishwasher right. or I will right. take your yeah. dogs out or right. whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. Someone right. to tell you, put your achiever aside. Yes. Let me take care Please of it. It'll still down. get done. Yeah. You don't have to do it. Yeah. So Heather, can you tell us um, briefly, because I, I want to be socially responsible in this podcast, what are the steps someone can take if they suspect someone is being sex trafficked in their neighborhood? Sure. Um, there's a there's a trafficking hotline um, that I don't have at my fingertips. But, but is it on the myrefugehouse.org? Yeah. Um, it might be at the My Refuge House website. It's also, you can just Google mm-hmm. National Trafficking Hotline. Okay, great. And we will put that number in show notes. Mm-hmm. You can save it in your phone with one click, yes. everybody. That's exactly. Oh, everybody should have that there. I turned off my phone or I would tell you right now. That's okay. But, yeah. Thank you for doing that. That's yeah. how I consider it. And it works like any other. If you've never called a hotline... Honestly, like if you're nervous about that, call one when you don't need to and just talk to them and let them know that you're just trying it out so that if you ever need to, you know, and they're so happy for you to do that. That's such a great great tip. tip. Yeah. And, um, okay. So number one, just call the hotline. Yeah. And they'll, and even if you just have a suspicion and they'll walk you through if this is something that they can take or not take, obviously if you see somebody getting hurt, you call 911. Right. Um, right. But right. you know, if, if they're like, there's my neighbor has a maid who has lived there for 20 years yeah, and, and she uh, she's seems, not allowed to go outside. Yeah. Call. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. that's because there's not just sex trafficking. There's labor trafficking. There's all that's right. right, and there's way more labor trafficking than sex trafficking. Yeah, and sometimes they overlap. What? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm gonna refrain. We're gonna we're gonna set that down. We're gonna refrain. <laughs> so, how can we support my refuge house? Yeah. Um. Well, I think. You know, honestly, like getting on social media media and following us on Instagram or Facebook. Is it at My Refuge it's House? It's at My Refuge House. Great. Um, and we have Twitter and LinkedIn. and Great. And you accept donations. I'm we assuming. accept donations. Great. Absolutely. Money Great. is always and a is gift. That, is that still tax deductible in the United States? Um, I believe so. A- I don't want to get political, but I think so. Yeah, the laws are changing <laughs> yeah. pretty frequently yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it it is. Great. I mean, we're a five hundred one c three, and um, and I think finding. I mean, honestly, like we're like I said, we're small but mighty. If you message any of the social media, you get me. If you awesome email info at myrefugehouse.org, you get me. Great. Um, if you Great. volunteer for, at one of our events, you'll see me. <laughs> you know, like like it's a it's a small thing, but we also like that's our community, and so we also love to tap into the strengths of our our donors and our our kind right. of as we call them restorers and because it's everybody's on a journey and people think that I have a really depressing job because it's sex trafficking and that aspect of it and knowing those stories can be really heavy but I like to say I am so lucky because I daily get to see the best of humanity because mm-hmm. total complete strangers are responding That's and are a part of something that is halfway around the world that they they'll never most of the people who give us money will never meet our girls Right. But you can get to know them a little bit through some of our Instagram and and Facebook stories. That's so beautiful. And here's a hot tip for anybody who wants to donate more in general, hopefully to myrefugehouse.org, even though the name of it is not .org. It's My Refuge House. (laughs) Thank you. I keep saying that. But everything's a website. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite 
gifts to receive. And everyone knows that my love language is not gifts, and I love this gift, is instead of getting me something I may not ever use that's not a color I like, that's mm-hmm. not a smell I like, that's not a restaurant I'll eat at, even though, y'all, I'll eat at any restaurant. It'll just take you forever to choose. If it's some, if it's, <laughs> if it's my birthday, an anniversary, it's a mm-hmm. holiday, it's the new year, it's a congrats gift, whatever, I love getting a little piece of paper that says, I've made a donation in your name to a charity I care about. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I love to do uh, at Christmas time for Zach's family. I don't know that they all love getting sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but a lot of times I'll be like, a donation has been made in each of your names to this charity yeah. that I love. It's such a fun way. It if is. you're like, oh, there's a person that has everything or they're so hard to buy for, this is such a great way yeah. to donate. So that's my hot tip. Yeah. yeah. And we get real creative. So if people have ideas, like we have movement for freedom, we ha- that's like a you is know jogathon kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, so cool. yeah, do hashtag movement for freedom, and you'll there will probably be a couple others. But if you go to my refuge house, you'll see stuff. We just did a purse an online purse auction. Yeah, I posted about. Yeah, that. you oh, did. Amazing. Lisa posted about it. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was some really nice purses for really cheap prices. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Heather, thank you so yeah. much for coming back on Thanks and for telling having us me about back. this incredible Appreciate it. organization. Um, we will put links to everything in show notes, mm-hmm. that um, hotline number, the social media handles for My Refuge House. Um, and don't forget, Heather's also a certified mm-hmm. ga- a Gallup. I'm sorry. I keep Clifton, messing it up. Clifton. A Gallup certified strengths I, coach. Thank you. Yeah, I got I you. Should I got your back. the certified mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. say what it, it is. It. Thank mm-hmm. you. She's just a certified person walking I'm, around. I'm certified. Oh, you're certifiable. I'm certifiable. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right. Um, and ladies, as we might say, when we all support each other, life, life can is be abundant. <laughs> Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.